0: So god is raising strong men in these last days these are men that will stand up for him men that he will use to do his will do his work men who are balanced balanced so today i have a friend um, collins here to talk to me about this topic um god is raising strong men so collins in regards to let me ask a question when you hear the word "man," what comes to your mind, sir?
1: What comes to my mind is the male man. Mm-hmm. God made man; He made them male and female, mm-hmm. and Jesus is the true man. Mm-hmm. So, the prototype of who a man should be is Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. That's what I think about men.
0: Okay, so that's wonderful. So um so you said something about the prototype so god is going to make man to look like jesus yes men exactly like jesus so, yes. so if i may ask now sir because if god is more than us to look like him what are the qualities in the life of jesus as a man
1: yeah <laughs> qualities there are so many there are, there are, there are so much to name but first of all i like the part where jesus even though he was in the form of god he became obedient to the father even unto death death on the cross so that's one of that humility that obedience knowing that yes you have the nature of god you're born again but still you submit yourself to the dealings of god Working out that cross, allowing God to work out that cross in your life, you know, living the Christian life experientially, organically. I think that is one major aspect, major virtue about Jesus. I like, but there are others, but that's that is like the major one, except you want me to mention, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, just let's go like slowly on this. So, now you said something about. Um, humility, so God is wanting to make men strong men like Jesus who are humble, humble yeah. men. Yes. So, so we're going to touch on that. You know, you know, God says God resists the proud and He gives grace to the humble. humble. So, and God says that if we humble ourselves under His mighty hand, He will lift us up. Yes, okay. So, um, humility, like. Can you touch on that a bit more? Why humility? Why should we be like Jesus as men in humility?
1: As men, well, there are are different definitions about masculinity, Mm -hmm. you know, being a man, manhood. But for the Christian man, he's a biblical man. Mm -hmm. And following Jesus' example, of humility, that's like opposite of what um the normal man will always go to or strive towards men have ego, so they have pride naturally speaking. you can puncture a man's ego and you know he he will he will start doing some stuff around you that you may not like, but that part of humility is, is, is something that, being, being men, we know that we are not God. You are not God. You will not be God. God is God. He created you, so you know that you are under a creator. Someone created you. You didn't create yourself. So you have to submit, but not, for, not forcefully. That's why it is grace. So, God, um, Jesus died for us, and then he says, because of the goodness of God, leads us to repentance. Repentance means change of mindset, change of ways, change of the way you see God before. That change of ways is changing those lies that the enemy have told you. So being humble to God, there are so many benefits to that. That's like the first points. Saying to yourself that you are not, you are not God, like you you are God on the earth but you are a vice regent. Basically, you are, you, we are all vessels. You ought to take mm-hmm. decisions. You ought to take. Um, you ought to take decisions from God. You ought to take leadings, directions from God, and live a life that pleases Him. So that's one thing I like about being humble.
0: Okay, so um, Amen. So thank you for that, calling So let's now look at the beginning. You know, um, when God created the first man. Adam it gave him responsibility so in that regard all men have to be responsible or God has given men you know um, a kind of walk to do um, like Jesus Christ he came f- from the father the father gave him work to do he said that my meat is to do the will of my father in heaven so all men are to be responsible so god is god wants to raise um let's say jesus wants to raise responsible men so touch on that and responsibility sir Hmm.
1: okay when god made man god gave man work to tend the garden. so which means the primary before eve came before well before a man will have a woman in his life he should have a work yeah. But that work is not your your job. Your job is just supplementary. It's just something you do for the time being to train yourself to train your skills. Why, as you're training your skills, they're paying you, so you're benefiting the, your employer, and, and your employer is is is, is benefiting from you as well. Yeah. So the the other side of things is that your work is uh that's part of your wiring as a man. Just like just like women are wired to be more relational and emotional men are wired to have work to work is a way of expressing your your being mm-hmm. so being responsible jesus was responsible god is responsible so if you are made in god's image and likeness we ought to be expressing responsibility in our lives as well men are builders men are creators men are they hold They are like the laborers, like the pillars that hold the society moving. There are things that men can do and women cannot do. And if a man takes up that responsibility as he ought to be, you see that everything around his sphere of influence will will naturally be in order. So being responsible is is part of your wiring. That's how God has made us to be. And that's... is a way of expressing what God has put in you, your latent gift, your calling, finding expression. And in working, you're dominating. That's the assignment to dominate. So for you to dominate, you have to work. So you can take domination. You can't take dominion out of work. You can't take work out of dominion. You have to work to dominate as well.
0: Yeah. So I, th- I like what you said when you said that um, there's some things that men can do that women cannot do so in this last days god is looking for strong men there are men men have responsibilities in the home also in society as well now we're going to be talking about now one of like like how men fall like why what causes men to fall let's look at for example someone like um um, Samson he was a man that God raised to become a deliverer um, for the for the Israelites so but he was very strong but the devil was able to get him he was able to take away his strength David for example saw a, a woman bathing and then she he he was tempted and to commit adultery so there are reasons why men fall so we're going to learn about um why why do men fall and how can jesus help us you know how can we not fall (laughs) what do you think sir
1: well i haven't worked with the lord with the lord for a very long time to see that uh, to have answer to your question (laughs) This should be like for ministers that are, you know, be following the Lord and will watch their lives, you know, from trials and tribulations and all that. So, but a man of God that I respect so much, ben he said that what has kept him in ministry, what has kept him still in the Lord is that he does not neglect the secret place, practicing the presence of God. So in all you do, do not neglect that place, because that's where you get your wisdom. That's where God gives you direction. That's where God tells you the traps that the enemy set along your way, the wise, the tricks of the enemy. Someone can call you to come visit them. You don't know if that's a, if that's a trap, if that's something you, you may not know. And you have a clear heart, you have a heart, a heart for God. You're doing the work of God. How would you know? You love the brethren, right? So it's God that will show you these things. And there are, someone said there are, there, are, there are three major places, there are three major things that bring men of God down. One is sexual immorality. Second one is love for money. And then the third one, pride. Mm, yeah, think pride. But all of these, when you're always practicing God's presence, always being with God, He starts shedding those things off of you. Once you're close to God like that, He starts rubbing off on you. And all those things start, just start dying. And in that way you have strength to live the holy life and continue. Even when you are weary, you have strength to live that holy life and continue. Amidst the trials, I mean temptations and everything like that. But, but for, for someone like Samson, when we see that for Samson, Samson was the great man of God in his day, for him to be in the Bible then that means the Holy Spirit really taught him thought of him as someone to use to teach the next generation about working with the Lord. Samson was a great man. He was a judge in his time. He was like, in today, what would what say a great man of God? But sexual immorality was his problem. That doesn't mean that um, everyone does not have different weaknesses in their lives. Some may have sexual immorality, some may have things that may not even be relating to sexual sins, but still those are weaknesses in their lives so whatever the the enemy studies you and gets to know that this is your weakness that's what he used to tempt you but who helps us through all these things is the holy spirit as we fellowship with the father so one thing is to what is to give your life to christ the second thing is to be to abide jesus says you can't bear fruit except you abide in and that abiding is easy to say but <laughs> it's easy to start but continuing it's that's that that's that's where you have to keep submitting yourself over and over again dead poor say i died daily so you have to keep submitting yourself over and over sometimes the enemy might try to let you know might try to deceive you and say there's no need for what you're doing like there is um he might even bring you to a place where you see no point even continuing it but the help of by the help of the Holy Spirit you know that okay this is what I what I ought to do and that is the way he helps us live above these things so that's what I think about that
0: yes thank you for calling for that so the secret place God makes his men in the secret place in prayer yeah he shapes us to become more like Jesus when we are alone with God mm. and yeah when we' alone with God so now so we're going to talk about we're going to be more practical now you know in the because god wants us to live a balanced life now there's some things that men have to do like you say get a first of all before man should get a job they should have a walk walk but right now what about the job the housing you know the skill because God is not looking for people that are going to be, you know, like a monk, spending time in God's presence 24-7. He's looking for people who will, who will be men in the society, who will be good husband to their wife, who will be head, head of the home, you know. So can you be more practical now in the area of the manhood? Jesus is raising um, strong men. How can we be strong in the area of um, normal life, living a balanced life?
1: I think um, that concept of work-life balance, I don't know how, how it's, it's balanced, I don't know how it came about. But What I would say is that life with Jesus, first of all, you're a spiritual man, mm-hmm. you're a biblical man, you're a spiritual man, so you're a spiritual man in your job you're a spiritual man as a student you're a spiritual man at your workplace you're a spiritual man at the office so having that balance is that you will like you you don't say okay my spiritual life is here and then my work life is here or my study life is here you're a spiritual man Mm -hmm. in school at work in everywhere so first of all Your spirituality cuts across every aspect of your life. That's like the foundation. Then when you're done, like, being spiritual, how would I say that? Being spiritual is like, that's your nature, you can't change it. It's not something you just, praying is one of the things you do because you're a spiritual man. But that's not the only thing that make up your spirituality. So that's how I just define that.
0: Okay, so Balanced life. Okay. So I have factored this. Already, I have factored this already, and I'm still doing it. Okay. Like, one of my building training as a Christian when becoming a man because I believe I'm a man. Yeah. I am not the guy a boy anymore. I'm a man. So and yeah, there, there are things in my life that do prove this that I'm a man. So. Now, one of the things that God taught me was this. I was 100% Jesus and then 0% other things. I loved Jesus Christ so much. So I didn't have balance. So when I was corrected by Pastor Eko, I then said, okay, sir, I would not be too much Jesus, 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 Jesus. I then said, okay, let me start doing other things. So, So, so I then became 100% other things and zero percent jesus that made me more depressed i mean that was like you are taking my source of life for me just to you know be balanced in another area so i was struggling to say god what is going on so god then taught me that actually i can actually be balanced i can be 100 percent jesus and 100 percent other things how how would that work that works by like you said doing things like doing everything with Jesus like being a student with Jesus like um, like being like working in the office you are doing it with God you are not like disconnected from him but you are connected the Bible said that we should pray without season that in your heart you're communicating with god so that means that you are connected to god while doing other other stuff
1: you can i say something about that yes so like inwardly you're connected inwardly you're connected to god but outwardly you're working Mm -hmm. so what you do outwardly they help you to depend on that on they help you to depend on the holy spirit on the inside so that's why you have to be quiet on the inside even if you're in a rowdy place but if you're quiet on the inside your soul is is noisy you may not be able to connect so and that finds itself in the outward environment so you are connected inside but you're walking outside it's very very it's doable and that's the way to live that life if you're having a very busy life I you have to balance your life mm. so yeah and then one more thing, Kev. Okay, go on. Sir. You 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 can to to what what helps me is that in the morning, um, and the Bible says you should command your day. I I see that when you fellowship with the Lord in the morning, it sets the tone for the day. So so many distractions that might come normally. Maybe you see less, or you will be empowered to overcome those things. Mm-hmm. But if you, if for me, I, well, maybe not for everybody. But if I don't fellowship like that, most likely I may not be able to get that that full in on the inside of me that much to overcome daily temptations. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So Jesus is bidden men that will depend on Him, the mm-hmm. the man, and then He as a man would operate through them. So it's just God doing it. So, um, lastly, lastly, we are not married. (laughs) We're not married, but it's, it's it's a plan for the future. So, what is the role of a man in in his family? I know that you have you have been studying about this topic. The role of a man with children with his wife. How is God building that in these last days?
1: Like you said, I'm not married yet. So.
0: Yeah, but <laughs> like, but I know that you are looking towards it, but you yeah, we have, have like, like you have been studying, and I know that you know want to go into this. Okay. plainly. so. Okay. What do you think? Sir? <laughs>
1: the role of a man does not define the man. You can play a role, you can be a father to your children, that's a role. You can be a husband to your wife, that's a role. You can be a son to your parents, that's a role. You can be a teacher to your students, that's a role. You can be a worker, an employee to an employer, that, those are roles. But your identity defines you. So you have to separate your role and your identity. Because sometimes you may not be able to do good at your roles, but when you tie your identity to your roles, then that becomes an issue. Your role is like basic things. As you grow, you start seeing yourself in those places. Life starts putting you in those circumstances, and you just have to take responsibility. Yeah, as simple as that.
0: And you also have to learn responsibility. So let me now talk to the boys in the house. Um, To be a man, you have to really you have to learn and you have to practice you have to do things that will set you there you have to upgrade yourself you have to develop yourself like like we said You can, you have to develop yourself in prayer in a secret place. Then God will make you. Bible says that, um, "Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men." When you follow Him, He will make you to become the man that He wants you to be. And when you are following Him, He will begin to tell you what to do. Um, Read about this, read read about that, learn about this, learn about that, so that you can be well-rounded. And so that when it comes time for the woman to meet you, the woman will meet you. At a place of, you know, like she will see that
1: Adam was sleeping when Eve came. <laughs> she will meet you in a restful place.
0: In a restful place, yes. A balanced place. A balanced place. So yeah, thank you all for being part of today's um talk talk show. I hope to do this more with more people. So if you are watching this video right now and you would like to be part of the last talk about Jesus. Talk show with me and with yeah with me and with other people. Just let us let us know. Send us a message that you'd like to talk about Jesus with us, and we'd love to have you online or in person. Anything works fine. So yeah, any final words, sir, I would we let them go?
1: Jesus is raising strong men.
0: Hallelujah! Jesus is raising strong men. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.
1: Bye bye bye